0: Hello, everybody out there, and welcome to another exciting, fabulous episode of the Terrific Talk podcast, the podcast that aims to answer the question why horror? Why do we love horror so much? And it is a special themed episode because it is Walking Dead Talk. And I have three fabulous Twitch content creators by the names of White Llama Show, DaveX90, and Zobie, so welcome, y'all. How are y'all doing today?
1: Doing good. Yeah, pretty good. pretty good
2: things. Yeah, could have had more sleep last night, but you know, it Me- is what it is.
0: Me too. I laid in bed for about three hours, like awake, before I finally decided I, I guess I better get up now. It would be nice to lay in bed all day, but <laughs> alas, I can't. <laughs> I have to adult. <laughs> Well, thank you all so much for agreeing to come on and talk. Uh, this episode is one that I've, with that it's been in the works for a while, almost a little over a month. And I'm so excited to finally talk to you all about The Walking Dead and zombies and stuff. I'm so excited. Ah, me. Yeah, you're good. Yay. And thank you, Dave, for the secret host. <laughs> Tried to get one in on me there. <laughs> All right, so what I thought I would do is I would let uh, each of you introduce yourself, talk a little bit about who you are, what you do in the content creation world. So let's go ahead and first start with Llama. So Llama, you are up first. Yeah,
1: so I'm White Llama Show, uh, rebranded. I used to be White Llama Poo Poo, but we ended up flushing out the crap. Uh, I am a... A uh, variety streamer that specializes mostly in single-player story-driven games. Right now, we're doing uh, some of that Red Dead Two, uh, but I stream six days a week, Tuesday through Sunday, nonstop. That's all I do: work, stream, sleep. That's yeah. me.
0: That's that's pretty. That's, wow. Yeah, pretty much me too. And Llama and I go way back. We've known each other for about like uh, three, almost about as long as I've been streaming, almost four years now. Yeah yep and we met at PAX South I think in 2017 if I remember correctly mm. yep so we go way back and right now Dave you're up next
3: okie dokie give me a sec okay so I am variety content creator on Twitch I've been streaming since the 5th of July basically what what i do is just do what I can to support and help people that are uh, fantastic, wonderful people. Also promote unity, community, positivity. I'm one of Ash News community managers, stream team manager of the Yam Fam, and uh, also mod for some other streams as well. And whatever I can do to make Twitch all the light, bright lights of Twitch shine brighter. That that's it. So I also had the mindset that love and support they're not transactional, they're natural. They're things that really you should give because you want to, not because you have to, not because you're trying to get something out of it. That's really me in a nutshell. Aww, that's
0: so cute. So awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, I was like, yeah, I'm Brandy, I do stuff. That's pretty much just like, he <laughs> just blew everybody just right out of the water. Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow, I have to follow that. Yeah, Zobi that that's
0: a tough <laughs> act. that's a tough act to follow. But Dave. but go go ahead.
2: All right. Well, uh, my name is Zobi. Um, I'm a variety streamer. I mainly do single player RPGs, story driven games, stuff like that. Because I have a horrible internet situation right now that makes streaming a little difficult, and I can't stream online games, which sucks because I love those kind of games a lot. But. I am staying positive through it as much as I possibly can, Um, currently working on Kingdom Hearts 3 right now. I took a little bit of a break from streaming the past two weeks because I had to deal with some stuff, but I'm excited to get back this week. Um, I don't know what else to say about myself, that's what I stream. Um, I like
0: making people laugh, I make stupid jokes. I do stuff. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) yep. (laughs) And my my name is Brandy, and I also do stuff.
2: Yeah, (laughs) doing stuff.
0: Yeah, doing stuff is great.
3: Doing stuff.
0: Yay! All right, so let's just go ahead and just jump right into things. And I will start with just a general question for anybody who wants to pick it up and answer it first. So, would you call yourselves um, horror fans? Like, really hardcore horror fans? Or would you, are you like casual horror fans that mainly you either play walking dead games or read the walking dead or watch the walking dead every now and again. So whoever wants to pick that up first,
1: every horror movie that comes out, no matter what the reviews are, I'm the first in the theater to go see every, every single thing that has anything to do with horror, no matter how stupid it looks, I will go see. So yeah, I would say I'm a pretty hardcore horror fan.
0: Even the crappy ones.
1: Oh, especially the crappy ones. Those are the best ones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you camp out for tickets like the night before like, it starts? Are you that hardcore? Or do you just wait the day of? No,
1: nah, I mean it's 2019, you know, you can mm. now reserve your tickets, so I, I don't do the whole camp it <laughs> out thing anymore, but uh... But yeah, I, I'm one of the... I'm open at night, I'm always there.
0: Yeah, you young ones do not know the pain of <laughs> having to <laughs> wait for three to four hours in line just to get the choice seat that you want
1: amen
0: yeah (laughs) uh uh, dave uh um whoever wants to answer the question next same to you would you call yourself hardcore horror fans or more casual
2: um i don't know about hardcore i don't think i'd say that because i'm not necessarily a wuss when it comes to horror but Mm -hmm. i do get scared pretty easily but i do enjoy horror movies and horror games and that kind of stuff so maybe like a a notch below hardcore horror fan and just a horror fan but not casual,
0: you know. Okay, <laughs> right, so sandwich somewhere in between casual and somewhere. hardcore. Okay, whatever the name of that category is, I I don't know. Medium? But me a, medium, a horror horror fan.
2: medium horror fan. There we go.
0: <laughs> so Dave, are you casual, medium or hardcore horror fan?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd say probably I don't actively seek out horror things, but I'll watch them if they're good, if that makes <laughs> sense. It's saying if I'll, pl- I'll play things if they're good. Um, but then, yeah, I, I don't know. It's probably like casual medium. Uh, we'll just make another one there as well. Just why not?
0: <laughs> so we'll just make like a whole kind of horror spectrum, like horror fan spectrum. So you're casual medium. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have a good night. Um coffee, disaster coffee. I just call her coffee, <laughs> which I need more of today. Like seriously. Oh man. <laughs> All right. So, let's go ahead now and transition into um I guess let's go ahead and jump right into talking about The Walking Dead. So, you're all fans of The Walking Dead in different kind of perspectives. You're either a fan of just the games or you're a fan of the comics. You're a, like myself. You're a fan of the show. You're a fan of both the show and the comics. So, I'll, again, I will throw this question out to whoever wants to answer it. So what is it that attracts you to The Walking Dead? Besides the fact that zombies and the zombie apocalypse. So what is it about The Walking Dead that kind of makes you go, woo? whoa?
3: from the perspective of the game so it's the the developing story and character arc so they it's very good because from the first season to now the final one i've only played up to the second episode of the final one but you've actually can see that everything you've made and all the choices you made mattered in a way and also that characters have developed some unexpectedly and then some have developed in ways thinking oh yeah so i knew that would happen um but yeah that that's sort of what drew me in because it's not because sometimes you can play a game and be like oh well that didn't matter, I did it but with The Walking Dead it drew me in with that and also with everything happening around it and it's it's very good, very good
0: And I assume you're speaking of The Walking Dead Telltale games
3: Yes, The Telltale games I haven't played any of the other one Don't <laughs> Yeah, I've heard they're not the brilliant So
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Who's your favorite character in The Walking Dead games?
3: i don't have to say clementine just always from it just from the first one to now I just like how her characters developed and yeah i yeah always clementine then probably lee second uh,
0: <laughs> uh it's really like kind of tied for me between clementine and lee <laughs> i don't know did they have to like keep finding some excuse to bring lee back and breaking my heart like all over again it's like <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> Um, Zobie and Llama, have you ever played any of the Walking Dead games?
2: No, and I didn't know that Lee ever came back, so... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers! No, it's okay. (laughs) I never played any of the games, but I used to watch uh, playthroughs on YouTube of people playing them. um, Because I think that was before I had a computer or anything. Before I was into computer gaming at all. So, um, yeah, I could never play them on my own. I always watched them, and... I don't remember the last stuff I saw, but I'd have to agree that Clementine is a pretty great character. Her character progression and her growth is just crazy. Yeah, especially for how young she
0: is. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, for a kid growing up in the zombie apocalypse, that's just pretty much their world now, and that's all yeah. they—that's all they've ever known. I can't imagine like being a kid trying to grow up in that kind of environment. Crazy. It... So, Llama, have you played any of the Walking Dead games?
1: I haven't. Um, it's still my to-do list. Uh, I was waiting for basically the whole series to come out before I just binged them. Because it, it would kill me to end on a cliffhanger and then not have to wait for months or sometimes mm, years yeah. to be able to do it. I, I have to do it all in one go. So, I've been waiting.
0: You have a lot to binge through then. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Well, the fourth episode of the final season is almost out, so... If you wanted to, like, get a go on that, then, <laughs> then that would probably be a good time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then we've got Zobie and Llama, who are fans of... You call yourself, like, fans of both, like, the comics and the show. You're, um, I remember you, Llama, saying, like, well, I'm a fan of both, but if I had to say anything, I would go, like, more of I'm a, more of a fan of the show than of the comics. So what is it about the show that attracts you so much to
1: it? as far as all of The Walking Dead, I think what's unique about The Walking Dead is, um, in every media, is that instead of the zombies being the central theme and being, it's kind of cool how they take, they take a zombie apocalypse and show that in the midst of all of this apocalypse, the most dangerous aspect aren't even the zombies. The zombies are like side characters. And the most dangerous people are still people. And uh, at the at the core of the show, and of course the comic books and every every form of media, uh, it's it's about the character development. Sometimes it takes a little bit too long. I feel to develop these characters, and that's uh, you know the show's not perfect. I do have my gripes about it, but um, just the character development, how you see somebody go from season one all the way to now and see how things grow and develop um i think the villains are really cool uh you know you had the governor now the best villain of all time negan uh love him so um you know it's it's really all about the characters as opposed to you know the the horror side of it being zombies the zombies are just little add-ons there to just move the dialogue and plot along
0: yeah, the zombies are the ones that are the most predictable, as you said. Like, I one hundred percent agree in that like, how they're like side characters, and the apocalypse is the backdrop. And it's all about the people, and pretty much, and just like, can you actually trust people? Right. Yeah. Right. And we'll get to, like, also, like, the gripes about the show just submitted, because I kind of, like, have my gripes, too, about it as well. And, uh, Zobie, you call yourself, like, a fan of both the show and the comics, and I was kind of that fan for a long time, to where I would keep giving the show chances, I would keep giving the show chances, and then I was just like, you know... Uh, After season eight, I was just like, I'm done. (laughs) But um, what is it about the show and the comics that makes you be like, you know, I like both?
2: I mean, I definitely feel you that you keep (laughs) trying to give it a chance and it keeps letting you down because I'm kind of getting to that point where it's just like getting to be a little too much, but I still watch it because I love it and I love the characters so much. But I actually, uh, I had never even heard of it until like the second season came out I think so I started watching at the second season and then I went back and watched the first season and after I you know caught up with the first and second season I started reading the comics because I didn't know it was a comic book either so my uncle uh came over I think it was for Thanksgiving or something and brought like this huge box of like every single issue that was up to date at that time which was you know this was probably like five or six years ago when I started reading the comics um so he brought this huge box over, and I read, like, I don't I don't know how many I read. I read so many, and, like, I caught up to everything that was happening, like, past the show, and I felt so proud about it. I was like, oh my gosh, now I know what's gonna happen, like, when the show, you know, catches up to the comic books and everything. And I thought it was really cool, because the show really well followed the comics in the beginning, and it was it was pretty cool to see them do that with a comic book and like follow it so closely with a TV show iteration. So I don't know, the comics are really good. The show's pretty good. The show is definitely better in the earlier seasons, but you said we'll get into the gripes
0: later, so I don't want to get into that too much, but. Yeah, I heard it's kind of veered like, like, uh, especially in this new season, kind of veered like so far away from the comics that it's almost like its own alternate universe now. I I don't know about season nine. Like, I stopped watching after season eight because I was like, I refuse.
2: (laughs) It's nice when they, like, reference those little things in the comments or they have, like, the big characters or, like, you know, like, the whispers or, like, Negan or the Governor that came from the comics that they did put in the show. Even if they did change some small details about it, like, I think having those characters in the show from the comics is super important and definitely helped the show. Oh, yeah. Rather than them
0: going on their own track, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. So to give people that read the comics something to connect to, like a central baddie or a central uh, good guy to, but who is actually good? In that show Mm. (laughs) like that's kind of like a philosophical question there hmm (laughs) (laughs) question yeah the real question uh uh, dave let me let me ask you this because i'm curious have you okay you said you play the games have you read any of the comics have you watched the show or are those just things that don't interest you
3: i haven't read any of the comics and i've watched bits of the show so i've watched like Select episodes of different seasons because my dad used to watch it. I'm not sure if he does anymore, so I know like li- little bits and pieces about what's going on, but sort of in a broken format because I could be what I could watch like a string of episodes from season one, and then the next time it would be two, and then I think yeah, there's been gaps in between. So I've watched bits of it, but not anything cohesive. And what I watched, I enjoyed, but of course I didn't have the context to really link together all of what was happening with the characters and things like that. So it probably wasn't as impactful on me as it would have been someone following it from the start I,
0: that's kind of- like what I was in the beginning too more of like a broken like watcher like I watched season one and then just like with season three I was on tv I kind of like stopped like halfway through and like went back to season two whenever it was on Netflix so I've kind of like just been back and forth and back and forth about about it but let me also pose this question like to like everybody and this is just an in general question do you think that reading something like say something a movie or a show that is based on a book or a graphic novel or a series of comics do you think that reading that is necessary to get um the context as to what's going on in a movie or a show
1: i don't think so i think it helps um you know you 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 learn more about the characters through reading but it's like it just focus on the walking dead they have enough differences to where if you never touch the comic books if you never play the games if you never do anything you can just watch the show and, and have 100% knowledge of everything that you need in order to watch the show. And it, that's one of the things I like about it is actually that they deviate from the comic books. It, they have the central themes, but then they can go a million different directions. So even if you've read the comic books, y- you still don't know what the hell's going to go on. You have an idea, and then they'll throw a curveball at you and say, Aha, you thought you knew what we were going to do. But um, but no, you, you some things it helps to read the original material, but in, in the frame of the walking dead, um, it's not really that important.
0: Uh, Zobie, Dave, do
2: you feel the same way? I think so. I don't think it's, I wouldn't say necessary, but it does help. Um, and definitely when it comes to the walking dead, like llama said, it's, you're not going to miss out on anything that you wouldn't get from reading the comics and watching the show. You know, they're both different enough that, but the same that, you know it helps but it's definitely not necessary and like not to get too much away from horror or anything but like one of the big ones that comes to mind when talking about stuff like that is like harry potter because a huge majority not majority but a huge amount of people have not read the harry potter books but really enjoy the movies and movies can sometimes be a lot worse to a book because there's you know more context to put into like a two-hour movie, you know, rather than a TV show that's spanned almost 10 years now. But, yeah, it definitely helps, and there's obviously going to be differences, but I don't think it's necessary at all.
0: Hey, Dave, do you agree?
3: Yeah, I agree with that as well. Yeah, I agree that it isn't necessary to have to clean any of the other source material, and it's also good if it does deviate slightly from there so for example if you've seen the film ready player one and read the book both of them are actually different but that they're different in a way of you can enjoy both but also can see the links between mm-hmm. and sometimes for something to solidly follow it it can get a little bit well I've, I've read this before or I've seen this before and um, whereas it surprises you which is which is better in my opinion
0: Now let's jump into and talk about the positives and what we like about like the varying aspects of The Walking Dead. So a general question again, I will throw out to everybody is a favorite character, favorite season, just favorite, just like anything about anything regarding The Walking Dead. So I leave it to whoever wants to answer first.
1: Uh, favorite uh, character, Negan.
0: <laughs> and why is that? <laughs> I, they cast
1: the perfect guy for Negan. Um, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Jeffrey Dean Morgan is when they when I saw that they got him, I I knew already without even seeing anything he was going to knock it out of the. Po- I'm full hashtag Team Negan all the way. <laughs> I I hope that. <laughs> I hope he remakes Lucille and just starts bashing people again, because, my God, he's perfect. So, yeah, Negan.
0: So, I also heard you say that you liked uh, the governor as well. What makes makes you like Negan a little bit more than the governor?
1: The governor was smart, but impulsive. (laughs) Negan is just brutal, but he knows exactly exactly why he's doing every single thing so everything's calculated and he doesn't deviate from his plan he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna go over there we're gonna surround him this way we're gonna have this plan we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and he's gonna follow it to the t and nothing's gonna make him change his mind about anything and that, that's what i love about him and and yeah the, the governor was weak at the end of the day even though he was real interesting at first. Uh, he was he was real weak. Um but man, Negan Yeah, I can't praise him enough.
0: Yeah. I, I thought that season three governor was a little bit more weak than the season four governor. It's when like season four he started to come more into his own and like that's the governor that I was looking for, just right there yeah is that guy that's like right there but okay uh Zobie, i heard that you and then i think i interrupted i'm sorry no I no guess no
2: I... you didn't interrupt i didn't <laughs> want to interrupt but i wanted to add on to that so bad because i don't want to make this whole thing about just like the villains of the walking dead but like negan's character is such a good character and his character like he hasn't had much character development but like for a for a villain he's still a human and it is awesome to see that hold on <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's so excited that she can't even contain herself. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot, too, like, whenever, like, so sometimes, like, when I'm streaming, like, someone will have a question, I'll be like, hold on a second. What? <laughs> I don't know if you all get that, too, whenever you're streaming. I am so sorry. <laughs> no! No, it's okay. It's so awkward when somebody so okay. walks into the room because then I'm just like, Hi. yeah, Hi. No, No. it's like, so you were talking about Negan and just what a good character that you thought he was. Yeah,
2: he is such a good character. Like, he's he's a villain, and he has his purpose, and he has his reasoning for why he is, you know, such a brutal character and, like, honestly doesn't really care that he's a violent murderer, but, like, he's still human. Like, the connection he had with Carl was one of my favorite things of the recent seasons, because... It just made it it, it humanized him you know it showed that he actually like cares and has a soul even though he's a monster you know and then when it comes to the governor uh, the of my mouth (laughs) sorry um when it comes to the governor the governor was so much more brutal in the comics and it actually like he was so just he was squishy in the show and it was very boring you know it wasn't like he um I don't know if you remember the part in the walking dead where they first meet Negan and Negan's like about to cut off Rick's hand, you know mm-hmm. that in the comics, the governor actually did cut off Rick's hand like way back when. Mm, and I was yeah. so upset that that didn't happen. Cause like, can you imagine like all those seasons of Rick with one hand, like it would have changed so much about the show and it would have made the governor such a badass villain, not just a, Squishy villain who falls apart because he meets some
0: girl you know
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah I kind of mm-hmm. I, I kind of see your point there <laughs> yeah, he was he was very brutal in the comics yeah he was and it's just like the wall of heads that mm-hmm. they put like in the show it was almost like to me it was just like see look he's like actually like a sick guy it's just like yeah no. It's just like you I just have it, like, buy it. No, it's like you didn't give me any context, like, to, for me to believe that he'd actually do something like that. <laughs> All right, and uh, Dave, like, um, so favorite aspect of anything just about The Walking Dead. So I know you kind of like mentioned your favorite characters from the mm-hmm. game. So you could talk like more about the game, what you like about it, or if you want to like get more into the show or the comics, you can do that too. Just whatever you like about The Walking Dead
3: ah oh, that's a good question i'd say with the games still the best season was the first season because i think it it had a very good arc for all the characters in development and also had a nice bit of actions have consequences sort of thing about it um yeah i'm just trying to think of what else as well um and there are un- so there are also unexpected things that happen so you'd make a choice of think oh okay so that person's now quite you know that person's fine and then of course they they weren't fine they'd they'd get brutally murdered it's so like no um but yeah
0: yeah it's like no why are you doing this to me game yeah there was some just, just t-
3: yeah yeah just there was just like
0: no there's I know, there are so many heartbreaking moments during that game, it's just like, oh god. I won't spoil it, like, for any, like, you know, for Zobie and Llama who have not played yeah, either it yeah, at yeah. all, <laughs> or the certain, like, seasons, but, man. It is a ride. It, like, tissues. Lots and lots yep. of tissues. <laughs> 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 yeah. Make sure that you have those. <laughs> uh,
2: what, what, your question that we're talking about right now was, like, what's your, like, was it about favorite character like favorite like part of the show or the comics it, or it could
0: just be like anything in general, in general. so just like whatever whatever you like to it. add
2: on to that the uh the emotional aspects of the show like the, of the walking dead are some of my favorite parts of it like those moments where like you know somebody dies or like something bad happens and you just like break down in tears like that's what has kept me hooked so long because mm-hmm. there have been so many of those like heartbreaking moments. And like, I just love that emotional connection to games and shows and movies. And that's one of my favorite things.
0: And when a writer can get you so invested and so emotionally involved in the character that when they finally like kick the bucket, it's almost like you lost one of your family members in a way. Yeah. <laughs> that's like one of the, my favorite aspects about anything regarding The Walking Dead is the writing. The writing, I think, has just been... For the show, it's kind of been 50-50. I've liked more seasons than others. But for the most part, I feel just like, no, the way you do as far as the show goes, Zobie, about the writing and the emotional investment. Because, um, case of point, one of my favorite characters isn't even in the comics, um, Merle. Merle ended up being one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. Because of the way that he was not... Um, In the comics of the show, they had to, like, completely invent him. And Mm -hmm. just the way that he, um, I don't know. It's just, like, the way that he started and just, like, the way that he evolved to where, like, he didn't, like, really care too much for Rick. But then he had to end up working with Rick. It's, I don't know, and Michael Rooker. I I love Michael Rooker. He's a great actor. Yeah.
2: Can't go wrong with Mm. Michael Rooker. I think the relationship he had with his brother, Daryl, too, was a pretty important part to daryl as well because that was like i mean well okay i don't want to i mean it's it was like what seven years ago when merle died i think it's okay to talk about it yeah when merle died and like you know it's not really a character that anybody's gonna get too upset over dying but seeing daryl upset about it broke my
0: heart because that was pretty much the only, like, connection that he had left as far as family goes. And then, like, yeah. once that was lost, it's just like, yeah, that was a pretty rough episode.
2: That was rough. <laughs> yeah. Seeing Norman Reedus Rita's cry just breaks my heart. It's
0: like, stop. It's okay. Here's, here's <laughs> a tissue. Okay, well, <laughs> let, let me give you a hug. <laughs> all right. Now, where do you all stand in terms of uh, Daryl? Because everybody that like that's walking dead like fans seems to have thoughts on Daryl they either really like him as a character or they really hate him as a character i never heard any in between so just i want to know like y'all's thoughts as far as the Daryl i call it the Daryl situation so
1: <laughs> this will be a first i'm solidly in the in between camp um, so i liked him a ton the first few seasons but i feel like the last couple of seasons or so they've kind of it feels like he's a background character all of a sudden and and he doesn't seem as uh he doesn't show as much initiative he doesn't seem to be as it, it seems like he doesn't really want to be the leader of the group but because or or a leader in the group so because of that though the the problem is is that that's kind of pushed him into the background and he seemed kind of soft a little bit so i i, I liked the Daryl that was. Almost like a co-leader along with Rick, uh, you know, just trying to keep the, the group safe and alive. And But man, lately they, they've just written him almost out of the show, it seems like, where you just see him maybe five minutes out of every episode and it's just not, I don't know, He he seems a little bit weakened of late.
0: Yeah, I, uh, Dave I don't know how much you know about Daryl I know that you've watched a few like you said like a few shows or whatever so I don't know like what your thoughts on him as a character is so just like if you have any thoughts on him as a character I'd definitely like to hear them
3: <laughs> from what I've seen he seems like a good character but I, uh, I've seen bits of different seasons so I can't really build it much of a cohesive narrative from what that development is but I, I believe he's a good but that's only from my little bit of knowledge that i have
0: yeah this is i don't know it's just like i'm kind of like either sometimes i really i like earlier daryl i think than later daryl i think that's my stance on it earlier he's great later it's like eh. that's kind of like my thoughts but Zobi, what are your thoughts i on- love
2: him so much i love his character i love the actor but i definitely agree with llama that he has become such a minuscule character and less important part in the show lately and it makes me so sad but like thinking about it a little I think a lot of that is because he's lost pretty much every person on the show that he had any kind of emotional connection with like he lost his brother, he lost Rick he lost Beth, he lost Carl, like he lost all these people who he had any sort of connection with and now he, well and Carol, Carol's still around but he's pretty separated from the group at this point and I don't know it just feels sad I know he he had like such a so- strong connection with Carol but like I don't know what happened and <laughs> he's just he just doesn't have that like badassness that he used to have in the early seasons of the show like he was such a hard ass like he did not care what somebody said like he was gonna do what he needed to do to like keep himself and the people he cared about alive and he just, he seems so like whatever attitude now and it sucks.
0: Uh, so, more of the fact that you wish that they would have, they would continue to do more with them rather than just like stick him in the background.
2: Yeah, like have him, have some new character come in that he has a connection with. Get him back together with Carol. Like, they need to be closer again. Something like that. Cause he just like, he doesn't have anyone anymore, and it makes me sad, except his dog, which, you know, is nice, but...
1: He and Negan are going to become best friends, and they're going to start a side sitcom with the two of <laughs> them. It's going to be fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah, that I think that, yeah, that needs to happen now. <laughs> now, that, that's all I want out of my life, is just to see that happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right, now let's get into the gripes. So... Any gripes that you have just about The Walking Dead, games, characters, the show just as a whole, the comics. So, like, let's get those gripes out of the way because I am sure that we have plenty of them. Mm. (laughs) So, whoever wants to start uh, griping.
1: (laughs) My main thing is... as much as i still love the show and it seems to be trending upward again so i'm really excited this this season has started off strong last season started ended pretty strong even though i know a lot of people disagree with what they were what what they decided to do but that a lot of what and i'm trying to be as vague as possible uh, a lot of what they tried to do was due to actors wanting to be off the show which is always going to be a problem with any Mm long-running tv show um My main thing is it takes forever for them to get through a story arc. I mean, it could be two seasons long before they get through a simple story arc. And I understand you're trying to you you can't rush through it because then, you know, you're going to run out of material after four or five seasons. But I mean, take, for example, season two, when they're on that farm for a whole season and nothing happens. They're just griping with the farm and everybody on it. And they, and they just they're on the damn interstate for half the half the season, and I'm just like, come on, you got to do something, get get me get me hooked here, get off the interstate. <laughs> Finally, they get off the interstate and it moves forward. But I mean, good lord, they were looking for that little girl for way too damn long. No.
0: So. Oh my god, yeah, that just brings us just such painful memories. It's just like <laughs> half the season two is on the farm and the other half is on that interstate. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah, sometimes like pacing tended to be my main issue. Mm. Like with the show P- pacing with for the sure. first
2: couple seasons, I kind of feel the opposite about that. Like the first two seasons, I thought were, you know, pretty well paced. Like you had enough time to get to know those characters who would eventually, you know, become bigger parts of the show until they get killed off, but uh the uh I, I feel like the most the, the past seasons have been so slow like how long have we been dealing with Negan like we've been dealing with it for like three seasons now like I don't know the, earlier in the show it was like it was definitely more the, the zombies were the biggest threat than mm-hmm. people were because they hadn't met like any of these crazy groups of people until they met um, was it the people wherever they were with the governor whatever that city was called they lived in uh, like they didn't have to deal with anybody who treated them like that until they met the governor, so the biggest issue in the first couple seasons was the zombies, and I think that gave a lot more time for character development in those first couple seasons, but I mean, you're definitely not wrong, it was slow, but I think that's because the zombies were the biggest threat rather than all these new people, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, definitely a valid point, for sure. Uh, uh, Dave, do you have any walking dead gripes?
3: <laughs> uh, I think sometimes the games can introduce a really interesting character but then kill them off in that episode and you think you can sometimes think, oh right, these are, they're going to have quite an interesting arc and then it's like, oh oh no, they just got shot or, oh, they've just been bitten <laughs> oh. oh no well, well, that's not going to go anywhere now is <laughs> <laughs>
0: I yeah I, I agree with you there as well and without spoiling anything, um, the character of Kenny is seems to be a character that a lot of people have contention with and I absolutely adore Kenny I loved oh, him. I like
3: Kenny as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, good, yeah. good. I don't see like what people like have a- a- issues with him other than he's rough. He's very rough around the edges.
1: Mm-hmm. But now, quick, quick question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> With The Walking Dead, Telltale. I've played other Telltale games. Mm. Um, and it gives you the illusion of having a choice, the ones that I've played. And it's still good, like, Wolf Among Us is one of my favorite Telltale games. Oh, yes, so good. Love Wolf Among Us. Um, but you, even though small things change, at the end the result was always the same, so you kind of, you kind of had an illusion of choice. Um... Do you feel like it's the same way in The Walking Dead, where little things may change, but it's really going down the same path? Or what would you say to that?
0: I'll let you answer that first, Dave.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. I'd say out of all the Telltales, I feel The Walking Dead actually gives you more feeling to your choices. So there'll be things. So, in for example, there are things that happen in the final season or that take place. And it's based on what you did in, say, the first and the second seasons, whereas some other telltale's it can be, some, it, it's not as impactful. So I'd say that there's more of a, this is your path because this is what you've chosen, not, you're always going to go down this way. Yeah, there's always going to be like certain things that happen because that's how games work. Um, right. But there is still ways that you can see, oh right, this is my because of my choices, this has happened. It's not the game's throw me down this way because it's got to go this way.
0: I feel that uh, seasons one... And two did a better job of like that emotional attachment, like to mm. your the story, like in the choices season three. I have no idea what the hell was going on there. It was like my least favorite. That season. was the
3: weakest. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then like the final season, it's kind of like you know with the whole situation with Telltale Games. I can kind of like understand why at times I like it sometimes, and other times I don't. To me, that feels the most linear out of all the seasons so far. Is the final season. Mm to where it doesn't matter like Lana like you said no matter what choice you make you're still gonna like reach this outcome I don't know Dave if you feel the same way about the final season like what you've played of it so far
3: I with the two episodes I played it feels like you are being more guided down a certain path but I believe it must be because he has to end and there must be a way that they have decided already this is how we want it to end so they're gonna have to push you down that way anyway even if you're making which is to influence it, there's still there's still a final end of situation, and it's got to go that way.
0: Yeah, it's sometimes with games like that that have branching paths. It's kind of hard to, I guess, not go linear in certain aspects. I guess the key is like not getting too linear, I think, and that's where the final the final season tends to fall flat in that aspect. Still cool to see Clementina's total badass in that season, not gonna yeah, lie.
3: Definitely, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: not gonna lie, but yeah, that's kind of like one of my main gripes is about those games. Do, do we all have any other Walking Dead gripes? I know I kind of, I got a few.
2: <laughs> trying to th- I know I definitely do when like I see something happen or like something happens and I'm like, I don't like that, but like I don't know. I can't really think of any off the top of my head other than I don't like that they'll introduce character in the show specifically. I don't like that they'll introduce a character and make it seem like this is going to be a main character. And then like five episodes later, they die. I'm just like, stop breaking my heart. And uh, you know, like, that's, that's oh, what happened with, a. Uh, I think, what was his name? What was his name Chris? It was the kid from Everybody Hates Chris playing whatever Noah that was his name I think it yes. was Noah and he like he just he was there for like half a season and got killed off and I was like why couldn't he have been a main character he was such a wholesome character like ugh. I know Noah was so sweet yeah he he was such a good character and I hated that that happened and, like so many characters that should never have died uh, and I understand why they do it, though. Like, you can't have 500 people as a main character on the show. And there's going to be no drama, no plot, and no progression if people don't, you know, move on and whatever. And uh, now that I'm, like, getting heated about it, one of the, the, the latest things is all the people who are leaving the show. Like, I understand you've been on the show for, like, 10 years, but it's changing the show so much. And it, I think that's a huge reason of why I, like, slowing down on watching it as obsessively as i used to because like i know a lot of people didn't like rick and people were sick of rick but i loved rick i loved carl and now that you know carl left because what he wanted to go to school the actor wanted to go to college because he had been on the show since he was like 10 years old so he wanted to go to school so they killed him off and then you know rick wanted to leave for whatever reason he said and then the girl who plays Maggie wanted to leave like she's I don't know if she was in this most recent season that just started or the mid-season or whatever but she wanted to leave that's why she wasn't really in the last half of the other seasons because she wants to get off the show and then now apparently Michonne wants to get off the show mm-hmm. and I'm like you're literally all the big t- characters like I understand like I, I understand why they want to get off the show it's been a long time for them but it's just I feel like it's just going to go downhill. I don't know what they can do with it when all these characters who have been there for eight-plus years are trying to get out of it, you know?
1: Without spoilers. I'm going to be as vague as possible. <laughs> I, I think the plan, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious. I, I want to see how it's going to work, but uh, I think they're about to turn Negan into a good guy. Like, to
2: join everybody?
1: and i'm i'm kind of interested it, i am not going to i'm not going to get into the details but it it's looking kind of inter- <laughs> i i'm really interested to see the walking dead movies they're about to do with rick yes
0: yeah, i am
2: see, too that the um, reason that they said michonne wants to leave but they're probably not going to kill her off like what they did with rick because right. they want her to be in his movies that would be cool
1: i
0: i also think uh, one of my main gripes about the walking dead besides the fact that i think that the Some seasons of the game are a little bit too linear, and besides the fact, um, I don't know, they had a habit, especially early on, of keeping characters on for longer than they're meant to be kept on, because I'm a big fan of the comics, but Shane is my prime example there, and without, like, getting, like, too far into it, like, if you read the comics, then you know that the whole story is just, like, Shane... And it just ceases to be like they, and nothing against John Barenthal. I think he's an amazing actor. I think like he killed it as Shane. And so good. I still have yet to see him in The Punisher, like the Punisher Netflix show. I haven't either. And, but I don't know. They just had this thing that they kept characters for longer, really, than what was necessary. Just like you could kind of tell with the writing when um, they really didn't know what else to do with the characters anymore. Like, case in point, um, Daryl, too. They obviously like really don't know what else to do with him anymore,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they don't want him off the show because he's a huge part of it. But mm-hmm.
2: they're running out of things to do. But no, I definitely you? agree about Shane. He did not get enough time. He was such a good character and such a good first villain or opposition to Rick. You know, like, oh, that was that was one of the the best parts of the show. I think is that whole issue and. Between Rick and Shane. It was so good. Definitely. And then oh, when when Rick was having his final episode and they had that like not really a flashback, but like that a uh, like vision he was having with Shane, mm-hmm. I sobbed the whole time. I was like, I'm so <laughs> happy they brought him back to do this. Like, it was such a nice touch.
1: The end to season eight and the beginning of season nine, I, I I feel like they killed it. I really do. I mean, I know that people disagree with Certain things happening to certain characters again, but I feel like they that the show is trending back upward. And maybe that's just the fandom in me, but I I I kind of am interested in because I was starting to die off a little bit as far as my interest in the show as well. But the ending of nine of eight and the beginning of nine has gotten me very interested again. So I mean, this season with the whispers is really going to probably define whether or not I continue watching the show. Um, But I I think they're heading in the right direction again. So I'm really interested to see how this current season plays out uh, before making any judgments. But but yeah, it it was getting a little bit slow for a while there. Um, But I I think they're heading in the right direction again. Hopefully. Cross my fingers.
0: Yeah, and then watch it like tank. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's usually just like I hope not, but yeah.
3: i don't...
1: That's the, Whenever you have any show that's nine seasons long, I think ever I, I can't think of many shows that are as interesting as the beginning after nine seasons. But yet they're making boatloads of money, and it's really hard to say, "Hey, we're gonna end the season, we're, we're gonna end the series here." And and their spinoffs, their spinoff shows, I I can't even watch Fear the Walking Dead. I, Ugh, I, I I, is it any good I, I, I tried watching season 1 and I made it 3 episodes I'm like this same just thing. isn't for me
2: I could not do it I tried so hard I heard good things about it like my dad really enjoys it I have friends who really enjoy it but like I could not do it I was like I don't like this I it, I also think it's very stupid to name a spinoff pretty much the same thing with yeah. an extra word like I hate the name of it Like
1: I would love a Walking Dead spinoff in the UK though like I, I I don't want them to stay from in the a United States.
2: Perspective, yeah, I want to yeah. see them.
1: I want to see what's going on across the across right? the ocean. You like, know, is this
2: a, like who knows? Like it could just be like isolated. It could be a worldwide issue. Like right. we don't know because there's never been any characters from outside the U.S. it's so interesting.
1: I wonder since Rick is uh, he left to go spend time with his family and everything. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the movies are going to be cast in the U.K. If they went over that way. I mean that it could be a UK Walking Dead. We'll see. Yeah. I, th- I think it would be really cool to see around the world. Go yeah, to that's Japan. To so like...
0: interesting to think about. Yeah, I love the zombie apocalypse set in other places. This is why I liked? Um, things like uh, 28 days later. Like, whether you or not you consider them zombies is a matter like, for contention, but the fact that it was set, like, in London and just seemed like this whole big city of London that's just completely deserted, and this guy, like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, most zombie apocalypses, stories I've seen, they're either, they're set in the United States, and more often than not, they seem to start in Georgia. So I guess the moral of the story <laughs> is don't live in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, (laughs) oh that is weird it's probably because the united states is already falling apart so they
0: just assume it's gonna start here (laughs) and only in georgia yep (laughs) that's where it's gonna start yep it's so as long as you're living away from georgia i think you'll be okay if you're living llama you don't live in georgia right
1: no. no. Okay.
0: Good. <laughs> so you're safe. So, like, I knew you lived like somewhere like down south, but I didn't know just like exactly where it was. So not Georgia. Okay.
1: <laughs> but I would do great in a zombie apocalypse for the record.
0: Well <laughs> I took a quiz once and it said that I would last for three hundred and sixty four days, so like one day shy wow. of a year.
3: Oh dearly. Man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like to
2: think I'd do pretty good, but yeah. I don't know. I like i have no idea we gotta i guess we gotta test it and find out how how many of us will survive (laughs) yeah
1: i would be like one of these villains though that that's the thing (laughs) like i would take care of the people around me but um yeah i'm gonna be ruthless to make sure i make sure i'm alive
0: yeah so you go like so you go like the route of altruism stinks and i don't care really about anybody else other than my immediate circle
1: absolutely
0: yeah, this, altruism gets you killed in any kind of horror scenario.
1: Yeah, we're not gonna, we're, we're <laughs> only gonna let in an initial group. We're, we'll let in people as we have need to do stuff for us and work. Other than that, you're out. Yeah. That's it.
0: Hit the road, Jack.
1: <laughs> right. And
0: right, let me pause here and like acknowledge that we had just had a raid come into the channel, which is awesome. Daffodizzy brought their community over uh so that is so awesome so it looks like uh, they said they played doki doki literature club and so they've yet to play <laughs> yeah i need to play that i got like through some of it it's like this is weird and so i like set it aside <laughs> and they like i'll have to come back to it but welcome you've come in on a podcast day like nearing like the end like of a podcast day but yeah C- uh, coffee hi how are you See, all sorts of, like, cool, like, new people, new faces. Like, this is awesome. Like, oh, my gosh, guys, we've been going for almost an hour. What? Mm. Uh, see, I told you that this would, like, go, like, by fast when we were talking about something that we... Especially that when we they get liked. heated talking about all mm-hmm. the issues. Yeah, it's like, let <laughs> us spill the tea, okay? <laughs> like So, uh, okay, so I guess let's wrap it up before, like, I have... Um, you talk about uh, your streams and where people can find you on social media. Um, so, you're in a zombie apocalypse. So, the zombie apocalypse has started. Where would you all go to wait it out? To wait it out? To wait? waiting in yep. the
2: zombie apocalypse?
0: Yep. So, you're uh, <laughs> the initial place where you would hide out until you could no longer hide there anymore. Disney World Disney World there's so many people at Disney though (laughs) what if it starts at Disney
2: World there's so many people everybody's just gonna infect each other
1: they have underground tunnels I'll hide up in there they probably got so (laughs) many so
0: yeah
1: they got so much food down there I'll be I'll be set I'll be the king of Disney World after the Apocalypse
0: (laughs) Lama, King of Disney World
2: (laughs) you could restart civilization at Disney World that's
1: right.
0: There you go. That's true. Good point.
1: Good
0: point. <laughs> right, Dave, where are you going to be hiding out in the zombie apocalypse?
3: Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Fine. Just Google the nearest bunker and find it. <laughs> let go there.
0: Nearest bunker. bunker. <laughs> nearest
3: <laughs> bunker. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: just hey, gotta get started
2: making Where's your own nearest
3: bunker? bunker. Anywhere but Georgia. <laughs>
2: anywhere
3: but georgia (laughs) i mean i'm in the uk so that's probably a little bit far for me so
2: (laughs) don't come to united states dave that's that's the biggest thing
0: yes because apparently it all starts in the united states right here in georgia well coffee's like i live in georgia it's like well coffee you're screwed as far as the zombie apocalypse goes (laughs) you need to like be moving out of georgia (laughs) that is zobe where would you be initially um waiting out the zombie apocalypse
2: I don't know. That's such a hard question. See, I'd like to go the Dave route and find a bunker or like make my own bunker or something, but you can't. You know, eventually you're gonna run out of supplies, so you gotta. I don't know. You you can't wait forever. That the route, like...
1: the route of season three where they went to the prison. That that's like probably the best. That was so go. good.
2: Yeah, like that is the that is that's a fortress. That's literally a fortress when you want to su- survive an apocalypse. Like. I, probably a prison might, would probably be pretty good, or Walmart maybe.
0: Yeah, so kinda, I was kind of like thinking, like if I had to wait out anywhere, I would go to either Sam's Club or a Walmart <laughs> supercenter, and just go like lock, yeah, no, lo- lock all the doors and no one else could come in. <laughs> like this is my Walmart because look, mm. you, you've got food, you've got clothes, furniture, yeah. Beds, maybe? I don't know if Walmart sells beds. I haven't even, like, paid any attention to whether Walmart sells <laughs> beds. I, I don't even know, but it's got stuff, and it's got food, and that's all that matters.
1: Counterpoint, though, that's the first place everybody else is going to go as well. And mm-hmm. then, they're so therefore, they're probably coming for you first, <laughs> and so unless you can kill them all.
0: Yeah. Okay, so besides Georgia, though, the places where you would not want to go, don't go to school. Don't go to a military base, don't go to a hospital. Yeah. Go to like zero of those places because they will not help you. <laughs> and I learned that from like Romero's zombie films. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. He yeah, has like never go to any of those places. Well, Coffee said that my Walmart idea was a great idea, so I'm gonna I'm gonna believe him. There we go. <laughs> I don't care what, I don't care what Llama says. Take your counterpoint <laughs> and go away. <laughs>
1: And always remember, in the face of a zombie apocalypse, always double tap.
0: From Zombieland. Yeah, speaking of Land, like, what are your it, thoughts uh, about a yeah. sequel ten years later?
1: Yeah. We'll see.
0: Yeah. A yeah. I'll Did definitely you... go
1: see it, but with skepticism.
0: Um,
3: Did anyone see the pilot that they What's play? his
2: name? Woody Harrelson, who's uh, from ago. my hometown. Ooh! Oh! I had cool. some teachers in high school who dated him in school, <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, I did, Woody. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, that's interesting, yeah. Brad Pitt's from my hometown. <laughs> so that's our claim that our hometown has, is like, Brad Pitt.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, all we have is Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know how I feel, though, about Brad Pitt. Sometimes, some days, <laughs> some days I like him, and other days I don't.
2: <laughs> my mom is a, uh, she. she likes to joke about Being mad at him for breaking up with Jennifer Aniston in the 90s. She says that's why she doesn't like him. She's still mad at him for it. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's quite a long time to hold a grudge. Yeah, against somebody you don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh,
1: man. That's all right. The, the, The most famous person from my hometown is Stormy Daniels. Oh, my God. Yep.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I don't that's, that what,
1: that's my claim to fame.
0: <laughs>
2: that's funny. That is just so <laughs> random. That's, that's 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 pretty random. <laughs> that's funny. No, yes, she
1: was in X Men. uh, Kofi.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, totally. That was her.
2: Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's who that is.
0: Dave, any famous people from where you live? Can you claim anybody famous? <laughs>
3: no. Aww. Uh, Are you nope. sure
0: about that, Dave?
3: I- I'm sure.
2: Are you sure? Yep.
3: I'm very sure.
2: I'm
0: going to have to look into it. Yeah, do some research. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that that was a good one. <laughs> All right, I don't know. I'm not in London. <laughs> Right, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, oh, I thought you were actually. That's... Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, then I'm way off. All right, I better. <laughs>
2: uh, I better go ahead. I don't know th- anything about UK geography, so.
0: Yeah. I'm it... in
3: the middle of the UK. That doesn't help.
0: So, are you on? The, are you on the uh, between like the border of England and Scotland? There is that like the where you mean the middle, <laughs> or do you mean like the no, middle England? <laughs>
3: Uh, near Birmingham,
0: if you know. What the heck is Birmingham?
3: that? It's a place in the isn't UK. Is that the capital <laughs> of Alabama? <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> Wait, isn't it though?
3: No, it's not. I mean, what? it is all. It, I mean, it is all as well, yeah. It it's a place in the US, yeah. but it's also. There's, a-
2: uh, Dover's the capital of Rhode Island, isn't it? I know somebody from no. Dover. No. Not, Ro- not the Rhode Island
0: Dover, but. Uh, Dover's capital, Delaware, I think. Is it Delaware? Yeah, Dover, Delaware. Hi, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> That's all I know of Delaware. It's like from Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Silver. My mod's also from the UK. Like so oh, around, yeah. just like that area. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, let let. Uh.
3: L- Leicestershire.
0: Leicestershire, there we go. That's where he's from. I can never he's pronounce trying that correctly. I've, <laughs> I've,
3: I've been there once and that was for a comedy show thing to the firebug. He might know it's a pub that also has like a theatre thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's having private conversations just like oh yeah (laughs) like because we know not of what like you're talking about yeah silver says it does ring a bell yeah so he knows he knows
3: (laughs) cool
0: all right so let's go ahead now and start wrapping stuff up and since you are all twitch content creators i'm gonna let you sell yourselves so I almost said sell yourself short. No, don't do that. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short. Sell yourself. So talk about your streams, where you're located on Twitch, um, social media, when the next time you're going to stream. So Llama, you look all ready to sell yourself. <laughs> so we'll just start with you. <laughs> hey,
1: so as I was talking about earlier in the intro, uh, I am White so formerly White Llama Poo Poo. Uh, we stream six days a week, Tuesday through Sunday, not today though, because I'm here on the Terrific Talk, so I'm not streaming. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, we play a lot of uh, single-player games, mostly story-driven stuff. We we just finished God of War, Portal, Portal Two. We're on Red Dead Two now. Uh, got a lot of cool things coming up. Um, anyways, would love to see you in the petting zoo. You can find us uh, pretty much everywhere at White Lama Show here on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. So, so anyways yeah he's yeah yeah and and i wiggle so if you yes. if you raid me mm-hmm. i wiggle
0: yes he does it's very interesting <laughs> to see him wiggle it's worth it to raid him just to see that what do you mean by wiggling wiggle yep
1: raid me and find out
0: yeah raid him and find <laughs> out so there you go guess i'll have to all right all <laughs> i
3: mean i that i mind you
0: <laughs> all right dave sell yourself
3: Okay, well, as I also said in the intro as well, yeah, I'm DaveX90, I stream Monday, Friday and Sunday, and I have a co-host, which is Steve in the background there, because we're not streaming, he's chilling over there. Uh, I play a good bit of Sonic usually on a Sunday, and I I tend to go for like adventure, platform games, something with a story, usually, Uh, so I just did Life is Strange on Friday, the second one, and that was pretty fun. And then also some community stuff like chatbox, marbles, stuff like that, and whatever else gets thrown in, and chatting as well. So, uh, so DaveX90 on Twitch, and then on Twitter and Instagram, it's DaveX90 but with a three because someone else took the one with the e because of course they did. I know, I know, girl. Uh, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Yeah, hope hope to see you.
0: All right, and Zobie, last but not least, um.
2: I'm Zobie. You can follow me, Toby. All my socials are Plays because Zobie was taken on everything, and the guy who has the tag on Twitter uh, was turd about it, so I don't think I will ever get that. Wow. But um, I stream a lot of single-player, story-driven RPGs, working on Kingdom Hearts 3 right now. Um, I have a, a lot of games to play in my backlog, but we're working on it. I don't really have a schedule. I usually stream... Weeknights, Tuesday through Thursday-ish, Eastern Time, eight p.m. Sometimes it just depends, but that's where you can uh, check me out nope. if you want to do that.
0: So whenever your internet decides to cooperate, pretty much. Yeah, I definitely feel your pain there.
2: <laughs> I think it's we all
0: like to. Yeah, I think we all like have because, like, I think a common thing too amongst us is streamers is internet shitty yep. ass internet. <laughs> It's... Ah, uh, man. So, uh, I hate to say goodbye, but I promised I would only keep you all for an hour, like, especially Dave, since Dave has to do something called, I guess, go to bed. <laughs> Jeez, oh, what a... Sleep? Yeah, what a... What, what is sleep? Yeah, what a buzzkill. I'm like, <laughs> totally
3: not gonna go and watch YouTube. No, no, not at all. <clears throat>
0: no, he's really gonna go to bed.
3: <clears throat> no, no, yeah, I'm good at going to bed, but then... And he sleep. watches X-Men.
0: Yeah, there you go.
3: Usually twitch, but I Whatever works.
0: Oh, once oh. again, thank you to Llama and Dave and Zobie for coming on to the podcast this evening to talk with me about the Walking Dead. I appreciate all of you taking taking the time
3: no problem at all been an absolute pleasure
0: it was great yeah, yeah. Yep. see i'm glad that you all like had a good time i told you, you would <laughs> 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 and so <laughs> and to everybody out there i will be on uh, streaming in about two hours so at 7 30 p.m central time so starting like so that way i can eat i need to eat i'm hungry <laughs> But to all of you out there, stay terrific, everybody, and uh, bye bye. 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 (laughs) Can I stop waving? Yes, you can stop waving
1: now.
0: (laughs) 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 Yes, you can stop waving now. (laughs) Uh, Guys, that was it. Aw, oh, so cute. And you... Ha- <laughs> you missed a perfect opportunity there. That... Nah, it's okay.